podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Bread Isle, are you ready to rock? Dave's Killer Bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason. Always delivering killer taste, killer texture, and killer nutrition. This isn't bread. This is bread amplified. Hello, and on this pod, we're going to be talking about the very significant addition of preview packs. We're going to talk about Path to Glory Team 2, a bit about the Euros and the other international competitions, and getting gold one with your feet. I'm your host, Ben, and you'll hear all that and more on this week's Foot Weekly podcast, brought to you by our supporters and out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Let's get into it. Right then, first guest, Andy AJ3, returning to the pod. Great to have him back. Andy, what are you going to be going for then? I've given you the preview, so are you doing FIFA points, coins, or or are you waiting 24 hours for the next one? I am more of a FIFA points kind of guy than a coins (laughs) kind of guy. I tend to have FIFA points, but not have coins. In fact, sometimes I have more FIFA points than coins, which is very sad. Well, yeah, more on that in just a moment. But we'll introduce our other guests. First of all, Matt Foot Trading, another familiar voice on the pod. Welcome back. Thank you very much, Ben. Happy to be back. It's, uh, yeah, Euro 2020 preview packs. I'm excited to go through it all. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty to talk about. And someone people will also be familiar with is the Foot Weekly Community's DJ FIFA player. Hello, DJ. Welcome back. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me back. Uh, it's great to have you back. We had lots of kind words about your last appearance, and especially this week with what we're discussing, your background in legal and business and also running a road to glory, having spent FIFA points in the past, uh, will be particularly interesting. Next up, as we bring in various people from various different nations across the Euros, we have a Scottish content creator in the form of Talando. Welcome to the pods. Thanks for making your debut. Hello there. Thanks very much for having me. Ah, it's great to have you on. And for those who didn't see your incredible achievement on Twitch or Twitter, we can fill people in. You got your best ever finish, which is always an achievement for anyone and should be something that's celebrated. Um, but for yourself, the gold one finish was particularly special. Do you want to give a bit more insight as to why? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, I actually play FIFA with my feet and you heard it right, uh, 100%. Uh, yeah, football's yeah. supposed to be played with your foot right enough, isn't it? So I do <laughs> it, I do it uh, with my feet. I was I was born uh, with like, well, a disability, if you like to call it, uh, with uh, shorter arms. So, you know, watching my brother, watching my friends play, I was not missing out whatsoever. So it all started with, uh, you know, like a Sega Mega Drive, but you only had like a few buttons uh, mm. back in the day. So it's just continuous, just practising and practising and practising. And uh, so I've, I'm actually uh, in January uh, managed to get a uh, gold one uh, with my feet, was which is crazy, you know, twenty wins out of thirty mm. uh, playing with your feet, and I don't even I don't even really finesse it. I, I don't really chip either, so I think it's really good. And I'm just a new streamer, really, so it's just really uh, to show ability uh, and a disability, and also uh, the cliche, but nothing's really impossible if you put your mind to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's incredible and. I think there are a number of almost, what would you say, gameplay limitations in the way you play, which means that your your style of play is, is a particular style, which I think is also very, well, it's very pure, if you like, isn't it? It's I think certainly it has a, yes, a quality certainly, to it. And I would also, say. yeah, definitely, and also as well uh, to add more disbelief, it's it's a normal controller. It's the normal, just a normal hmm. uh, PS4 controller. That's all it is. It's not adapted in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah, which is incredible. And uh, we should talk about it more. I think, you know, uh, we have you on here partly as as a Scottish fan and and someone to to chat about the the Euros progress with. We'll we'll talk about that more and certainly would love to have you back if we don't end up talking 
in depth about that because there is a lot to talk about this week. And I know you're going to be giving us some good insights on the rest of what we have to talk about today. If you've got any questions, listeners, time though, I'm sure we'll be happy to answer them in the future. So do send them in. We're going to start by talking about preview packs. Although I can see Andy chomping at the bit to come in here. First of all, I can't think of nothing else other than comebacks on rage messages from foot champs are my favorite thing, right? When someone sends you a proper rage message and you just proper mug them off in reply, can you imagine somebody absolutely fuming because you just beat them at FIFA and you can just message them back saying, yeah, I'll just beat you using my feet. (laughs) Sometimes with socks on, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine getting some kid rage. You're terrible at FIFA. EA just gifted you the game. I'm literally playing with my feet, mate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some guy went to me if you give me the, if you give me your team that'd be a different game so they just reply back to him if you give me your team I'd put it in an SBC mate <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I do love a good sorry preview packs yeah so I'm glad you're keeping us on track Andy basically preview packs potentially you could say the most significant thing added to foot since SBCs even I think they could prove to be crucial to the world of foot going forward and we'll discuss more about that now so preview packs what is the idea behind them well by now many of you will probably be familiar because you'll have seen them in the store and actually there is a full pitch note about them as well now they're just in the game for the end of this path to glory promotion the next week but I will be very surprised if we don't see it in FIFA 22 or even in the rest of FIFA 21 in some capacity Now, what this allows you to do is preview the pack before you buy it, but you can only preview a pack of that type every 24 hours unless you buy the pack with coins or with FIFA points, and then it will allow you to preview another one unless, of course, that pack has expired or run out or whatever by that point. But it is an interesting concept. It has huge ramifications for foot. Um, But Andy, what are your thoughts on this just to start us off? I'm a bit ambivalent towards it. Like, I don't really care. It's just a way for EA to be like, this isn't gambling. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll definitely be talking about that. And I think it's an interesting point. And I suppose, of course, as a content creator, it's not going to make a huge difference. uh, Storming through those FIFA points. Have you seen Have you seen SBS data? Yeah. Christ alive. It's about (laughs) to 50 million coins of discarded stuff on Squabbler Showdown. Yeah. Jesus. I think 38 was the latest update, but I haven't put the one with Bateson out yet. And that's just this year, yeah? Or, yeah? That's just FIFA 21, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a so, lot. I need a lot of coins. Yeah, you're not going to be there previewing every pack because it would take you no. many years to wait the 24 hours and to open the packs. But yeah, what do you think about it from a user perspective? Do you think it's a positive thing? I think the positive noise I've heard is giving people choice, being able to see what is there before you buy it is good as a choice. Do you think that is positive? Uh, can you see any issues there? I can't think of a way that could be negative, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I think maybe it could be, it depends what you describe as negative, like negative for who? Like there's going to be some people who don't usually open packs, but are going to preview the packs because they're free and then be like, crap, I need to buy that one mm-hmm. and then buy some free points. So yeah, you're going to make some more money. Mm-hmm. But conversely, there's going to be people like myself who never open, never pay for the final pack of a set. So like if they release 500k packs, I open the first four because you've got to open them to get to the fifth one. Mm-hmm. And then you click it, it's terrible and you don't buy it. So then EA lost, has just lost a tenner. So it's like swings and roundabouts in it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's an interesting point. I think, Matt, what are your thoughts on this? Because you're somebody who's, you know, I think openly, you know, anti-FIFA points, plays free to play if you like, doesn't spend yeah. points, that kind of thing. I, I guess for someone like that, this is going to be a, a big 
positive if they do it next year and it's out continuously. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've run a no fee for point road to glory this year, mainly trading and that. So I think it's it's a big positive. You know, if you're not spending fee for points, you get a free preview of the pack. And do you know what? If you get something worthwhile, I don't really see the the negative side to whacking on some fee for points. You know, it's no different to to Fortnite in that you know you're putting some money on you know what you're getting when you spend that money so mm. if there's a good value there I'd I'd heavily recommend you know opening the preview packs if you get some in worth you know a good couple of hundred k obviously put some fever points on I think obviously there's a a different value to you know spending a you know a pack with FIFA points than there is to maybe coins I wouldn't really whack on 20 quid for a 100k player but if you've got say 100k coins and you get a 100k player from a 100k pack obviously it's good value to do it so i think you know it's it's obviously good for the user let's not forget though as andy said it's it's purely there as a way for ea to sort of skirt around the the legal ramifications of of gambling and the uh the random aspect of packs but from a user perspective i can't really see too many downsides uh mm. at this point yeah yeah it's a very interesting thing in it because, like you said, it's because of the randomness of packs and scaring around and stuff. It's a whole other, like, in-depth topic about if packs are actually bad. Well, that's the thing. I, I, I still, I still think there's going to be something where, if you're a new account, you haven't got the coins to open a pack or you haven't got the FIFA points to open a pack, then are they going to adjust the pack weights and adjust the luck for for people that don't have the the coins or FIFA points in their account? I don't know. Obviously, that's something that, that would be very illegal. I guess though, it's not. Yeah, I think they'd be in for more legal repercussions if they were yeah, fiddling it. There was a comment from a uh, yeah community manager, now former, actually saying that they don't dynamically change pack weights. That I mean, people can take what they want from that, but that was what they said. I'm just, I'm just thinking to Sancho team of the season in FIFA 20 in the uh, ultimate oh, team yeah, of the yeah. season guarantee. But, that, but that's yeah. when they added a new player in there, right? So. If they're going to yeah, add a new player, that player has a fixed weight when they're added into packs. But it doesn't change depending on the time of day or how many people are on, which a lot of people think it does. Yeah. Maybe it does. Uh, I think a lot of people will probably disagree with that and say that it does, but uh, we will never know. But Andy, sorry, what was your point? It's such a hard thing because even me sitting here, I think that there should be some sort of extra, I don't know, control, I guess, to stop people getting it. But I guess they also have added that. I'm not on my PlayStation at the moment to check, although I can have a look at it. If you click on them, like three lines at the side and go to playtime, mm. you can set restrictions for like how much, how many FIFA points you're allowed to buy and stuff like that now, can't you? So they've essentially got all of the stuff from gambling websites already on it. The only difference is that FIFA is rated three. Mm. Aside from that, like if they just made FIFA an 18 rated game, I mean, everyone's mum would just buy them anyway. Let's be realistic. I used to play GTA when I was like 12, but as much as everyone hates EA and as much as everyone like loves to rag on them and as much as even me sitting here and saying there needs to be more done so that people don't get addicted to FIFA points and stuff, but they have got now them timeout things and the restrictors and stuff like that that you can put on your accounts like on gambling websites. Gambling companies don't do any more than that. And there's no like restrictions on buying Pokemon cards or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird thing. Like I can sit here and think my opinion of FIFA points is that there needs to be more. Like I'm telling you, that is actually my opinion. Like it needs to be better for people to not get addicted to it. Mm. But when you actually sit there and think about it, like objectively without being trying to be like anti-EA or whatever, it's very hard for me to give an answer why and like what they could actually do. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. It's something we discussed before we had an academic on a year or so ago who had done research into this and highlighted the problems with loot boxes, looking at FIFA and other games and how they connect with gambling and there was a link there. I think without wanting to go over that again too much, DJ, I think you're someone who has actually changed opinion on this somewhat in terms of it maybe not being entirely fair to say it should be completely down to the user to make that decision in some cases yeah you know i've I've spent a lot of time thinking about this i think what one with a legal hat on one with a a sort of business hat on as well because i find it quite fascinating i think it's probably worth saying up front you know loot boxes are not gambling are not you know illegal for under 18s per se at the moment in the uk so then no one's doing anything wrong at the moment now that isn't true in some jurisdictions that we've seen in Belgium and we've seen in Holland and uh, where loot boxes have become a problem because it breaches their gambling regulations as written at the moment. Now, what we've got is MPs looking at the impact of loot boxes and whether we need to legislate for them at the moment. And I think this uh, preview pack concept is EA's attempt to start thinking about how can we make our loot box mechanic something that doesn't upset those people who are doing those investigations. As you mentioned, your um, your expert who came in and talked about um, loot boxes, the link between loot boxes and problem gambling is where that concern comes. And, and as a society, we make legislation, we make laws to protect those people who can't protect themselves. And that's why people can't drink below 18, why we have age restrictions on other things, why gambling is age restricted, etc. Because we, we need to protect those people who, who haven't who haven't grown to the maturity to be able to make this decision um, uh, with availability of all the facts so because there is this academic study and, and health study that potentially links loot boxes and boxes with problem gambling and therefore could be we could be exposing people minors who aren't able to make this determination themselves and i think we do need to look at it and look at it seriously and uh, and whether there should be some legislation around it mm. i suppose that leaves me two things I, I i yeah andy mentioned it and i was of the if they can't find a way around it i can absolutely see an element of fifa an element of ultimate team being over 18s only because the, the I think that also just to interrupt that properly answers my question. So I was saying like I know like if you asked me, should does more need to be done about like you know kind of that it's wrong just within yourself, but it's very hard to say why. So I think you have literally just said why, and it's because it leads people down a path and leads kids into actual gambling. So I think that's a very like that is literally the answer to my question. Like I know in myself like this is kind of bad. They need to do something, but I couldn't put my finger on like an actual reason if that makes sense but that that is literally the reason so you've just told us what it is yeah yeah and it's also not just about like people going and then gambling with real money and all that because you can still gamble money into the game almost i know you get something back for it technically unlike gambling where the money just goes but you know people obviously do put a lot of money into it when they perhaps wouldn't if they weren't so addicted and it's something we have talked about in the past especially over you know summertime when the foot cycle winds down a bit we're quite lucky actually or lucky to some extent that the um, listeners of the foot weekly podcast tend to be older in fact we have very few under 18 listeners um which you know makes this conversation easier to have but uh, it is something that we've been aware of and i think a lot of people have been aware of and there's been a lot of discussion in the community and i think people like dj have been chatting about it for a while and um and i i think what you've just said there dj is exactly why we need to be on the lookout for you know this and, and keep across it preview packs could be a really good way to prevent some of the issues there potentially is it though if the I, well, yeah i don't think it is <laughs> i think it's a very good loophole for them to say it's not but i don't think it actually does if what he, if what dj's just said is right in that it leads kids down a route of 
getting them into the dopamine cycle of being addicted to trying your luck and chancing and stuff like that, you're still going to get that exact same thing when you click the pack. Yeah. Hoping that it is something that you then want to buy. Yeah, I suppose that's the point because I hadn't really thought about that. Obviously, you can clear the pack by buying it. So that is almost the problem in itself. So maybe, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I guess you can just have people buying the pack to clear it and then that in itself is obviously paying and then they're getting to see the new pack. So, so it's just a technicality rather yeah, than yeah. an actual fix, isn't it? Yeah, Sorry, that's yeah. why I, do, I don't think it gets around the, pro- gets around the problem because what you actually do when you buy the pack is you get two things. You get the pack, but you also get the chance to see what's in the next pack. Yeah. Yeah. And that chance to see what's in the next pack is still gambling. Mm-hmm. It, it will start gambling-like activity. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, Lando, we haven't heard from you on this, so what are your thoughts just generally, if you have any thoughts at all? Um, is there anything you would like to add here? Aye, that's fine. I, I just didn't want to interrupt the boys. What I would say, no, it's no, a slice yeah. of the fu- it's, I would say that uh, it's a slice of the future. I, I see this happening um, in FIFA 22. I would also say, uh, without um, hearing the DJ, it could benefit both parties. But then I think twice about after just hearing uh, what DJ's saying. But it's also... Either way you look at it, it's it's pure genius um, from EA's point of view. If you like them or you hate them, they're trying their best to try and basically what loophole they can actually um, go through. But I, I totally agree uh, with the boys' perspective on it. Yeah, and one of the interesting things, I think, in terms of them being genius is that you will see people going and checking the store every day or whenever the packs refresh. I mean... I'm sure most people listening to the podcast, if they're still engaging regularly with foot, are probably going into the store and checking their pack preview to see whether there's going to be a pack there that's offering them profit. That makes sense. So if the pack is worth more than the amount you pay in coins for the pack, people are going to do it. But they're also probably going to spend FIFA points if they don't have the coins or if they realize that that's actually very good value for their money. And this, surely, Matt, will lead to a lot more supply on players who are worth something. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen that just with the um, the Path to Glory Team 2 players and how low they've gone in price. Because mm. you've got so many more people that wouldn't usually touch packs, be it they don't have the coins or they don't spend FIFA points. They're now getting the ability to preview every single lightning round that comes out, every set of new promo packs that comes out. And you just have so many more people previewing a pack. Oh, I've got a festival of football, Alexis Sanchez. Let's open that pack. Let's sell that on. And as you can see with the prices of the the new Path of Glory cards, they are so 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 low. It's scary how um, low they are. You know, you've got you've got a ninety four Sanchez at just over hundred k on PS four that could obviously get upgraded to you know ninety six, ninety seven, etc. It's yeah, so yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Ben. You've got so many more people previewing packs on a on a daily basis, and yeah, any promo cards that are out, any high end sort of fodder cards, even the high end gold cards, there's just going to be so much more supply of them coming through now, uh, which could lead to lower prices on those cards. Only in FIFA 21, though, because surely yeah, you'll just upload like make it harder to pack them. Yeah, yeah. That's I what mean, this whole I'd, test is for. I'd be interested to see what they do for twenty two because I feel like it's very difficult for them to now go from having preview packs on every single promo pack that comes out to then only sporadically having it for FIFA twenty two. Like, wouldn't you argue that? I think they'd have it preview... for every pack ever, but they'll just make it harder to pack Ronaldo. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, that mm. that's what the cynic in me says. That yeah. it's it's nice now because we've got the 
oh, let's say a thousand packs get opened a day at the moment mm. and there's a 1% chance of packing Ronaldo, you get 10 Ronaldos a day. Whereas now we've got 100,000 packs getting opened a day. So now you've got like mm-hmm. a thousand Ronaldos coming out of packs, which is why they've gone so cheap. Whereas in FIFA 22, there'll still be 100,000 packs getting opened a day. So instead they'll put the drop rate of Ronaldo down to 0.01%. So you're still going to get 10 Ronaldos a day. But the math gets ri- the math makes my head hurt when you start thinking about it beyond that. Because if you've got less Ronaldos available, less people will then open the packs with their coins because they'll preview it and not see a Ronaldo. Mm, exactly. So it's almost self-fulfilling. Yeah. And also remember, at the start of FIFA, you don't have that good pack. Like the packs are not good. It's like a, a standard gold pack is what people are yeah. opening or maybe that mm-hmm. one with three rares in it so the chances of seeing a good player are very slim early on and also i think one thing you remember in this is actually it may stop people who spent a lot on packs spending quite so much potentially because they'll see the next pack isn't so good so they'll just you know leave it and not open anymore whereas there'll be yes there'll be people who have like open packs because they see a good player but it may actually be to some extent putting off, off people who spend a lot which is actually potentially another way that it's going to work out quite well for EA because it may mean that people who never would have spent FIFA points will spend FIFA points because that mm-hmm. FIFA point spend is very good value because there's a good player waiting for them. Yeah. But it might mean that people who spend a lot would spend less because they can see quite how bad the next pack's going to be. I think it will sway way more towards the the amount of new people coming on and spending FIFA points to those that maybe would be put off by a bad preview. Because I think mm. if you're already spending FIFA points, are you going to be put off by a preview pack? Probably mm. not, because you've been spending FIFA points with no previews, completely random aspect anyway. I think you're going to have more people that are going to see a good preview and then think, right, okay, well, it's worthwhile to spend FIFA points than people being put off and not spending because of a bad preview. So I think, it, yeah, as, as we've said, I think it's a, a stroke of genius on EA's behalf. I think they're going to get a lot more people involved into that uh, into that pack store, into that FIFA point section. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's a huge win for players who are playing without spending and still won't spend, but it will probably, as you say, lead more people into buying FIFA points who haven't previously than it will prevent big spenders and, and make them think again about what may not be a good habit. And it'd be interesting to talk actually to David Zendel about this, who was the academic who came on before, and I'll try and get him on to do that over the summer. And I think we have plenty to discuss over this summer on FIFA 22 and more. As the news comes, you'll hear it on Foot Weekly. So stay tuned. Do subscribe if you haven't done so already on your podcast platforms. Uh, We are sticking around for more chat, though. All our guests here are on content at the moment on the Euros, on Path to Glory Team 2, and our Pound for Pound powerhouses. All that after the break. So you'll have probably heard before that Foot Weekly is made possible by our supporters and that could be anyone, it could be you for example, but it's also Shane who's the founder of Mystic Jerseys. Shane's a long-term supporter of the pod and he's offering 15% off to Foot Weekly listeners. What that means is if you're Europe or UK based for just over £30 you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world. One of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club, presumably a rival club, and you can also specify which particular colour too uh, in case it's not going to suit you. So if you would like to take advantage of that, you just head over to Mystique Jerseys, which is M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then jerseys.com, and then you can use the code FOOTWEEKLY, so F-U-T WEEKLY, to get that 15% off 
A huge thanks to Shane and Mystic Jerseys for supporting the pod, and of course to all those supporters out there keeping the podcast going. And you can join them too over at bit.ly slash more pod. It's just £3 a month for double the content. Link also in the description. And if it's something you end up doing, a huge thank you. I really appreciate it and it keeps the pod going, as I said. Right, let's get back into part two. Hello, welcome back after the break. We're going to start with pound for pound powerhouses and that is the best pound for pound player, the best value player that we've seen over the past week, whether that's through SBCs or it could be on the market or they could be an objective player too. Andy, you haven't done one before actually, have you? So uh, very exciting for you. But we won't drop you in at the deep end. Uh, First of all, let's start with DJ who's done this before. DJ, uh, who are you going to put forward for pound for pound powerhouse for this episode? Victor Lindelof at centre-back. Um, just brilliant um, for the for, for the coins as well. Solid, big, makes tackles. No ghost tackles that anyone in the Discord will know is my pet peeve of balls just drifting through people when you think you've made the tackle. He comes away with the ball every time, um, and I was yeah really happy with that. But it's just plus good links to Bruno and uh, maybe got was able to get him on chem. Yeah, that could be potentially more fuel to the ball control on defenders prevents the bouncing back to the attacker tackling thing uh, because yeah he has quite high ball control as well so interesting and uh, a good suggestion Uh, let's move on to you Matt and you were saying obviously this whole path to glory team too looks pretty good value actually well I I don't know about good value but if you want to go for biggest loss of the week I can talk (laughs) about uh, that 94 Foden that I picked up for one and a half million coins last week (laughs) now uh, about 600 well I guess that's good value now. I don't know if he'll get upgraded to a 96 after we drew 0-0 with Scotland. I was just waiting to mention that. Thank you, Ben. Mm. But no, I used him this weekend. And, you know, if you're running a... If you're patriotic like myself and want to run an England setup, he's one of the best players you can get. I think he was fantastic for me this weekend. Great dribbling, a great shot, very good passing uh, on the ball. And uh, yeah, he's he's my choice this week. Not necessarily great value at around a 900k loss, um, <laughs> but uh, still a very good player nevertheless. Yeah, I guess, you know, as you say, he's gone down a lot. So that that is a, a positive, especially if, you know, I mean, three wins. If there's another win in the final game, that, that looks quite likely or possible. But then you could be facing Portugal or something like that, right? So, uh, Yeah, man, it's coming home. It's coming yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone all the way. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and on that actually, you know, uh, we'll we'll move on to Talando. Obviously, where where are the Scots? That's what I want to ask. You know, in this part oh, of the way of unbelievable uh, that we haven't it? got one. I was expecting one last week. Then I was thinking, you know, with a big game on Friday, we could possibly get a Tierney or a, a Che Adams yeah. or an Armstrong. They could do they could do a, a lot with it, but no, there wasn't a Scot at all. They don't really think they're go- we're going to qualify. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you fancy? Like, I mean, you know, we don't want to talk too much about the draw. I mean, it was a great result for Scotland. Well, actually, I don't know. Was it a great result for Scotland? The draw was was good against England. Like, it's a, it's a good result in that sense. But in terms of the tournament, still need to go into that final game and get something right. Certainly, um, but there's no mistake about about it, Ben. It was a huge result for us, especially going to going to Wembley. Let's not beat around the bush. <laughs> Uh, but but also as well, I would say it's a massive game for us um, against Croatia. Like England yeah. uh, didn't really need to go into any top gear, really, and you still still a great result for England, and you've played really well in my opinion. And Croatia don't really look the the team that they were maybe a few years ago, 
Um, mm. So let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. It was a huge result, but we've got a, a massive task at hand on uh, Tuesday. I, ho- I hope that we do it. Uh, I, hopefully, uh, with Croatia being an, an Asian side, uh, but they're still they're still a, a tough nut to crack, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I suppose I say a result. It does need to be a win, really, doesn't it? Uh, even to go through, you know, third, you're not going to get it on two points and a draw. So, yeah, it, it makes things difficult. Billy Gilmore being out as well could make things even more difficult, unfortunately. Certainly, yeah, definitely. And it, but it begs the question, you know, if these players are in the so-called bubble, how on yeah. earth has he has he got that in the first place? And then obviously he's interacted. Uh, with his teammates at Chelsea as well and would that have any ramifications into the England squad what happens with the Scotland squad now so it's a that's a I think it'll be five for England because none of our players could go anywhere near him so I think they'll all be so obviously there are no Scottish players for you to pick out for a pound for pound powerhouse and uh, it's meant to be about value anyway Um, are there any players there that you think uh, have offered great value over the last week or so are there any like standouts there for you uh, generally Uh, well personally I'll be brutally honest you know my club's in the mud so I haven't really been able to experience (laughs) uh, any of the the second team unfortunately to be honest with you Uh, but I would probably if I was to say, um, I don't really know the price of him, but I would I would pick up a Wijnaldum. I think that would be mm. excellent, even from an investing point of view. Uh, I would he would certainly be guaranteed a plus two anyway. Uh, mm. With Holland doing so well, three hundred odd k, three hundred or four hundred k, it's a French. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's a good it's good, good stats all around. You know, you've got eighty seven pace, eighty seven shooting, ninety passing, ninety four dribbling, eighty eight defensive, and eighty eight physical. Um, so I would probably say it's a good card, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But around the whole promo of the the second team, I would possibly say like for SBC's values, like the Nations, uh, I've been quite impressed. And uh, when the boys touched on uh, Lindelof, that was that was a great value SBC mm. as well. So I I think I think mm. they're doing well uh, with that. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually, oh, let's hear from. Uh, Andy first Andy anyone you want to pick out as being a, a standout for value in the uh, well over the last week or so I was going to go Foden oh you were yeah he's really good <laughs> have you used it then yeah I did a scrubble of shirt on him he's very yeah, very yeah. good um, he's a little man as uh, Harry Redknapp would say and I think as Matt was saying he, he is going to be very very much meta this year I suppose and, and he has a chance of getting the five star five star still because mm-hmm. I'm not sure people listening to this may know the result of England's third game, but provided that's a win, then England, if they won the whole thing and it came home, he would get five-star, five-star, despite that draw in the Scotland game. For players who already have three wins, so, you know, Netherlands, Belgium, Italy, they would actually only need to reach the final for those players to get the five star five star which is pretty good to know in terms of the path to glory team two uh, you could probably pick out most of the squad and i think particularly the argentinian and brazilian players look fairly undervalued actually because they have quite a good chance of getting the upgrades more so than the european players Militao for 400k centre-back you can play centre-back and feel happy with pace-wise it's, it's pretty good but it is very cheap as well and in terms of listener suggestions we had a few from this squad. GTW suggesting Joseph Martinez. Awkward to link, but 60-odd K, 99 pace, maxed out shooting, strength, uh, dribbling's ridiculously high, 90-something passing as well. Such good value. 
And Neil suggesting Lucas Hernandez. Uh, it's an objective, not the fastest, but with a plus two, which seems quite likely um, for a French player. That's a that's a very, very decent card, or should be. And then I think this is the one that everyone's missed, which is really good. Um, Beng uh, pointing out moments. Iniesta, he's played with him at multiple positions um, with a shadow, and he can do it all. I haven't used a player close to his ability for his price, which is around 100k. He's got the body type, shooting traits, both shooting traits, actually, for Neshaw and outside the foot. And he's got the upgrade to five-star skills, um, almost maxed out pace and 90 strength. A must-do in his opinion. And I really do think the best value that we've seen this week. Uh, should we move on then to a bit of market chat, actually? Because the part of the glory players, you mentioned about them dropping. Hugh was asking, do you think they have any chance of holding much value, even the ones that could get upgrades, Matt? I mean, they are already very, very low. And I think mm. I think there's going to be a few people starting to buy in ones that are due an upgrade, mm. potentially this Thursday at Rewards. You might see some rises on... You know, I think like Verratti obviously is due a plus two. So maybe you see some people pre-investing on Thursday, get them in for their weekend league team uh, ahead of, I think the upgrades come out on Friday. I could be mistaken. So yeah, that's that's something that I could see happening. But in the same token, I believe, and this is in no way confirmed, I believe we're getting summer stars. That oh, uh, yeah. sort of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the team of the group stage style team release based yeah yeah we'll have to wait and see what happens there but um no for the most part i can see these guys potentially keep coming down over the coming days um especially as people who probably aren't playing games uh the upgrades aren't too too good so um yeah probably just keep coming down as people sort of pack them in their you know lightning rounds every night uh new promo packs that kind of thing maybe a slight rise on thursday rewards with people investing in cards that are due an upgrade and maybe get some into their team um, but yeah, I'll have to wait and see what happens on Friday with Summer Stars. Yeah, and, and I mean, as I always say at this point, do what you enjoy in the game and just that. Don't grind unnecessarily, especially if you've been playing for the whole cycle. Do it if you really enjoy it and get something out of it, but you know, don't feel you have to. The upgrades this week, particularly disappointing. It's a high squad rating required and it's so much worse than last week's. On the other hand, bronze pack method is doing really well at the moment because you've got those continent SBCs, which are almost like league SBCs, but with nations instead. And it's inflated some prices of particular nations. Uh, the bronze and silver players particularly high. Uh, in fact, Andy, weren't you saying before we recorded that you'd sell, sold some players for crazy high prices or something? Yeah, like finished players and stuff like that, like random yeah. ones. Oh, I can't get a finished player at all. <laughs> well, it was like a... Yeah, Bolivian or something like that. I don't know. They're basically, there's just some He's good value. Finish. Yeah, He's only twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the Finland one completely wrong, though. You need ten Finnish players. There's only about thirty on the whole market. Yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely something strange going on there. Which uh, there probably will be when we see our icon SBC. We'll see what icon pack they throw out over this evening, which people will know by the time they're listening to this. What we do know now, though, is the two icons that came out. We have a pretty significant one in the form of the Moments Maradona. We also have Moments Henri, who uh, it is a travesty that he doesn't have, I don't know, five-star skills or five-star weak foot or higher balance because he should be much better, I feel, than he is or more exciting as a player. I mean, if he'd come earlier in the cycle, perhaps he would have been. But, I mean, the interesting one, of course, in terms of usability is Maradona. It's a very good price actually when you look at it 2.9 million coins 
if you do the SBC, whereas it's 4 million on the market, and obviously you can use up fodder to do the SBC and foot champs items make it cheaper and all that good stuff. So it is quite attractive and he's a good, very good player. But the thing is, the reason I know that is because I've used the Prime, which is basically the same. The stats are really similar. He's still got quite lacking stamina though, the moments version. And the Prime version is really cheap on the market. Well, not really cheap. It means 2 million, but it's much cheaper than the SBC or the moments. But it is Maradona, his first owner. After his sad passing, it may be something people want to do, of course. And we can't be sure he'll be in the game next year. Although I think it's very likely. And then the other player I wanted to mention, much less significant, but more of a no-brainer, I suppose, would be the Hatboer, who is great value, really strong stats and someone that can play anywhere. And I think on that, we're ready to wrap up this podcast. Hopefully that summarised things nicely. Hopefully people found the preview pack discussion interesting. Definitely keen to hear people's thoughts on that discussion. And there will be another podcast, of course, for supporters this week, rounding up the group stages, talking about the Path to Glory players. A bit like the podcast that we did last week, where we focused in depth on the Euros and Copa America and, and looked at uh, the team's progress, got a few guests from different nations on to chat about it, and then um, you know, gave some pointers as to who might do well, what the matchups are going to be, all that stuff went down really well you'll hear that later on the supporter feed this week and you'll hear plenty on this main feed and the supporter feed across the summer fifa 22 on its way we'll have news of that we should expect some probably quite soon actually so do subscribe so you get that delivered directly to you and on that we will say our goodbyes so talando first of all thank you very much for making your debut where can people catch you keep up with scotland's progress and of course, your streams moving forward over the summer and beyond. Thank you. Well, first and foremost, you know, thanks very much for having me on. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so thanks very much. And everyone's opinions are spot on. So uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, basically, really uh, with uh, my plans going forward with the streams, like at this time of year, you know, FIFA's a wee bit dead. But I'm just a, a new streamer completely. I, I just started when uh, FIFA 21 came out. Uh, so possibly I think I'll do like pro clubs with uh, like my subs and things like that, uh, even possibly stream uh, football manager, uh, but I do that with my hands, so I don't know if I'd be a fraud if I'd done that, so possibly <laughs> uh, do, do Warzone. Uh, and just possibly do because I do play I've, you know other games like GTA I play Warzone as well mm. uh, so I that will possibly be the uh, the plan going forward but then FIFA 22 uh, that's that's going to be I, I'm bit, I, I don't know how to say this but FIFA 21 was always going to be the trial for me to see how mm. what works and what doesn't work and what hours work and and so on and so forth so really I, I'm buzzing about FIFA 22 and hopefully uh, make a big impact yeah I mean it's an incredible achievement and uh, aside from that of course fantastic guests great insight I uh, look forward to more in the future I appreciate that it's just uh, all a mindset really it's not it doesn't matter what happens in your life it's how you deal with it that counts really to be honest yeah absolutely and we're planning a psychology of foot podcast again gameplay related and I think it'd be great to get you in for that if you'd be up for that and yeah we'll also say goodbye to Matt Matt it's been great to have you on the podcast again thank you very much for your insights um no huge pack openings planned I imagine but uh if you've got anything to plug then we always want to hear it <laughs> thanks very much yes uh 
yeah, a bit slow this point of FIFA in the year, but no, I'm I'm ready to gear up again for FIFA 22. Gonna probably make a, a bit more of an approach to sort of like a more of a content style account for me next year. So a lot more sort of first owner, Road to Glory stuff. So I'm sure I'll be streaming that over on Twitch, uh, which is at Matt Trading. Same as Twitter. I'm sure you all know that by now. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'll be uh, looking forward to hopefully coming back on in the future when England have. Oh, they've surely just won the Euros <laughs> by the time I've, I've come back. So, you know, five-star, five-star, Foden, Grealish, Chilwell. It'll be brilliant. You know? <laughs> 3-0 France in the final. Easy. Job done. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Well, and we should have said to Solando as well, you know, I, I'm probably not meant to say this uh, as an England fan, but yeah, good luck to Scotland. And uh... <laughs> Thank you, mate. It's all about the home nations, really, isn't it? Like Scotland, yeah, Wales yeah. and England, you know, it'll be good for all of us to do something. Yeah, yeah. I can see why Scotland and Wales don't want England to do well, but I hope it goes well for Scotland and Wales. And then we have DJ. DJ, it's been great to have you on. We, we should actually say, you know, obviously, as people know, DJ part of the Foot Weekly community. You'll find him in the Discord. I heard that you were holding it in the corner in pro clubs kind of backs the wall it's the kind of thing Matt would have been proud of as well as uh, yeah I was gonna I was gonna say I was I was ready to, to just applaud it it was brilliant <laughs> was it the 82nd minute though it was about it was about then we, we were down to nine men after two um, wonderfully tactical red cards yeah, beautiful um, I love it Four three up, and we adopted Buckley esque tactics. <laughs> the plan from there. Beautiful. I think we got three free kicks consistently in the corner. Where just took it short, stood there again for a little while longer. It was Beautiful. glorious. Uh, clips available in the Discord. Love that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Golden above supporters, head on in there and uh, join the pro club sessions. The most fun you can have outside of foot potentially just in all fifa generally as people have said on this podcast before but andy thank you very much for joining us it's been great to have you no worries got a question for you to finish on mm-hmm. which fifa youtuber or content creator i guess is the best go-kart racer <laughs> is it you is that is that? I don't know. We're, we're, we're going go-karting tomorrow ah okay wait who's going who do you think we- it's gonna be oh christ there's like 27 people going so basically all the ones that you probably think of off the top of your head yeah most of yeah yeah like me reeve james pie danny aaron's kebs um haber wait is i'm forgetting people oakley is, Tom. is james going yeah okay i, I have to go james because he's been on the pod so you're gonna much. go james no but I, it's loyalty you know he's, he's one of our own so <laughs> is he well i mean he's been on quite a bit so Okay. Yeah. What do you mean? I've been. I've got like a hat trick of missing. <laughs> never mind a hat trick match ball. I've had a hat trick of missed hat trick match balls at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a fair point. Right, I'll, I'll go for you first because you're on the pod now, Thanks. and then I'll Thanks go James. Yeah, I'm going to come first, and James is going to come second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sound yeah, I'll take that. Okay, DJ, who are you go for? <laughs> well, I would speaking as a six foot four, eighteen stone unit. I always come last because the, the cars can't <laughs> Too get me much around. Too much in it. Smallest <laughs> and lightest. Oh yeah, I don't have to brake, but that's because I'm still accelerating. Yeah, whoever's the smallest and lightest. Who's really small? Probably Nerdfire. I think he's going yeah. then. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's where my I money is. Can I place a bet on Danny Aaron's to run pie off the road like the GTA clip? Is <laughs> <laughs> Isn't? I'm sure that's going to happen. I feel like Pi knows his Formula One, doesn't he? I mean, Pi does know his Formula One. To be fair, yeah, he's got chance. Tanda, who are you translate? Going for? I'll just go for Andy. No, okay, he's going safe. <laughs> I said I've never been go karting, but my car goes real fast, so I'm going to win. Okay, yeah, what's well, so that? Was my logic? You, Don't know how good that logic is. It's probably absolutely terrible. But yeah, I mean, is it someone's local racing, like you know, karting course? Caleb's just sorted it out. Um, so we're just going down to Birmingham to go go karting. Mm, yeah, I remember seeing somewhere that he's quite small as well. So combination of knowledge and 
size, I think he could be onto a winner, unfortunately, Andy. Um, we shall see. Uh, anyway, great to have you on. You can catch Andy's streams, of course. Yeah, just type AJ Freean on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Don't type it on Instagram. Actually, you have to type Andy Castell on that. Um, <laughs> Google, <Yeah>. Bing. <laughs> Ask Jeeves or whatever it was. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. That's a throwback. Thanks anyway, Andy. Great to have you. Cheers, mate. And that wraps us up. So thank you very much for joining us on this Foot Weekly podcast. And if you have enjoyed this one, listener, and you would like to subscribe that is obviously great that will mean you get the pods directly you can also get plenty more pods though if you become a supporter as has been mentioned a few times bit.ly slash more pods and a huge thank you to those supporters for keeping this podcast going and to all those icon supporters dave b dj fifa player coach vass hugh j thomas alan g alistair martin m jordan matt l chris w david s liam b reese a Harry P, Sam B, Adam G, Neil P, Jake G, Robbie S, Jake S, Zach O, Tom B, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Kraus, Adam A, Sam P, David C, Brian S, Sila P, Mikael L, Nishant, Dougie, Anthony R, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, at Pace of a Tortoise, Stephen C, Andrew C, Dan W, Pobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H, and Savage P. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you, though, just one more thing to add. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action if you go to thecalmzone.net there's loads of resources advice and support or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it if it sounds like it could help you then head over to thecalmzone.net and for now i'll catch you next time At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Social Podcast Network.